Hello, my friends. The first time I ever heard Chella and Dave Conan on their podcast, Cannabis Helps Dementia, boy, I was totally blown away. They covered all the issues a caregiver and a patient go through, from the onset of memory loss and agitation, through fear and confusion, to the rougher parts of living in dementia into Alzheimer's. But with the hope of relief through cannabis... Their science is current, their advice incomparable, and their compassion an example for all. You're in for a real treat today. Please enjoy the wit and wisdom of a very dynamic duo in the cannabis industry. My podcast heroes, hosts, and cannabis advocate experts, Chella and Dave, right after the intro. Welcome to Season 4 of the Cannabis Truth Podcast. I speak the language of cannabis freely and uncensored while educating my audience on safe use of this live plant therapy. You should know what's in your cannabis, what's good and what's not, and what it does. It does not come with an FDA stamp of approval, yet. Using cannabis mindfully as medication is a different concept in Western healthcare specifically of the past 100 years. There's a lot to learn and reconsider. The information you'll find here comes straight from the scientists and clinicians doing the work and reporting their findings in real time through various live online outlets. The specific scientific truth of cannabis is finally getting out and is wide open for all to see at respected medical sites like PubMed.gov and JAMA, the Journal of American Medical Association. And I'm right there in the thick of it with all those titans of medicine as a fly on the wall because I'm not a doctor, nor did I go to medical school, but I did take dozens of private cannabis courses from doctors and scientists and still engage in continuing education offered by cannabis expert scientists over the past few years and slowly began to see and understand the bigger picture. Now I talk to people all day long about cannabis and hopefully inspire them to research the facts as we know them today. Cannabis is an amazing alternative in health remedies. It can reportedly alleviate typical disease problems and troubling side effects, even those caused by synthetic prescriptions. This is Honey Smith Walls, a 21st century cannabis shaman, not a doctor, not a scientist, raised by nuns and wolves in the verdant cattle pastures of the Oklahoma oil fields. I'm here to amplify the truth of this great big story of cannabis in historical, political, scientific, and spiritual terms so you can make educated decisions about the medicine you choose to ingest. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hi. Wow. You all sound supersonically cool. <laughs> I'm right. going to try to make it so Chella can actually hear what's going We're, on, too. Uh, still adjusting. Okay. Uh, well, that's perfectly all right. Let's just talk a little <laughs> podcasty stuff anyway. And hi, it's Honey. 
Hi, honey. It's Chella. <laughs> I'm so happy so you good all are to here. You. Hear you. Be with Honest. you. Yeah, I know. I, I get that confused, and I say that all the time too. Hey, I uh, I just realized. Are you all still on um, Spotify Anchor? Yes. Isn't it wonderful? I mean, for such a wonderful little free program i'm just absolutely so pleased with it and yes they don't even have to pay me to say that <laughs> it's true it's true it's been very very helpful it's been very helpful as solopreneurs getting into this you know uh in rolling industry along yes, with covid yes, everybody had to pivot and podcasting was so great for those of yes. us trying to get something out podcasters. well thank goodness for it because that's how we were able to convert what we were making a documentary out of into our podcast well there mm -hmm. you have That's it. That's how that went. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Well, I admit I haven't seen the documentary, but I'm looking at your Oh, no. Us. Yes. No, we uh, we haven't. We didn't make a documentary oh, because. Oh, No, we made uh, Cannabis Helps Dementia podcast instead. Instead. Okay. Yes. Well, but God, aren't you going to make a doc? Don't you need to make a documentary after all? Uh -huh. well, I, I think, yeah, I think eventually <laughs> we're going to... Uh, do that but you know we've we think we felt that the information need to get it out right away as mm -hmm. soon as possible i agree um, documentaries it, tend to you know you tend to be preaching to the choir not a lot of people see them uh, i mean weed the people was an amazing documentary mm -hmm. sure um, enough and you're so right many of them out there mm -hmm. <clears throat> but you know um podcasting now is the thing um certainly has given a lot of people a voice so. absolutely and it's so convenient because you can go back and check historical information and links are there that you can just click on. It's just, you uh -huh, know, uh -huh. the whole new technology of podcasting just makes it so convenient. You can, it sure does. You know, I, I, I love everything about it. I, th I think we're, yes. we're just really uh, knocking it out of the park in the cannabis industry for mm -hmm. getting some information out there. And when I heard about y'all and Cannabis Helps Dementia, it sent me into my own hmm, experiences with my grandmother and one of my close friend's wife, and she was uh -huh. my friend, and uh -huh. how often I'd step into the shower with her to help her bathe anymore because uh -huh. he still had to work, and they had a grown, yeah. grown uh, son with... Um, pretty severe autism mm. and so you know oh my lord and he he would use but he would be afraid to give it to his wife with all the oh. handful of pills she was already on and there wasn't any science out about it that's right it was it was a very confusing time even when my mom was first diagnosed it was 2010 mm-hmm and we were just, you know, film industry workers. And when my mom was first diagnosed, they were very adamant that, oh, no, you know, she can't use <gasps> marijuana for her memory. Right. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, well, the only thing I know about Alzheimer's is that it's bad for your memory. <laughs> so I'm not really sure what we're supposed to do here. Right. <laughs> but uh, they pumped her full of, you know, five different, very, very strong medications. And, um, we found that those medications, while maybe effective initially, were not effective after a short time, maybe a few weeks. Um, and each one of those drugs are black box drugs that are 
not intended for elderly dementia patients as they can cause sudden death. And so literally every time I went to the doctor to try and get some relief for the severe agitation in my mom's dementia, uh -huh. I had to sign her life away. And by black box, some people may not understand what that term means. Yeah, literally, the, it, there's a bo black box around this, this phrase that goes something along the lines of, quote, not intended for use in elderly patients with dementia can cause sudden death. Exactly. Literally. And so yeah, no she kept, with cannabis. Right. She kept right. getting all of these black box meds. Yes. Antipsychotics, a, a multitude of those. And benzodiazepines. Which, which is bad for dementia. You know, can cause dementia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and she was on, of course, uh, an antidepressant because, you know, you're depressed that you're losing your mind, which is a natural thing. Um, and, oh, and they put her on an anti-seizure drug as well. And we kept the uh, cannabis away from her, like the doctors told us, because mm -hmm. we, at the time, oh. we really didn't know anything. Oh, Dave. Uh, yeah, until, um, you know, we were basically blackmailed to use the standard of care. Um, but they didn't work. And um, it made a lot of it, a lot of times it was worse. It was a lot worse. Mm -hmm. So we started to learn uh, more. And we actually heard about, we had heard about, we were cannabis users. Um, mm -hmm. Right. Recreationally. We were from Los Angeles, you right. know, I grew up with cannabis around me throughout my life. I've used cannabis to treat migraines, um, tummy troubles, um, tendonitis, you know, all kinds of things. And we've wow. been See, medical cannabis we about You guys, a bunch of stoners out in California. Oh, well, yeah. That's we, right. We got, we're our, a bunch we got, of stoners, our, right? got our card. Yeah. We got our card, you know, that's what we do. We get your card. Yeah. Uh, and that's really how it started with, you know, with mom was when we, um, you know, we didn't have the uh, advantage, advantage, if you will, now of all the ratioed products and mm -hmm. uh, knowing what's in them. Uh, in this uh, Prop 64, you know, adult yeah. use system, we were, right. you know, buying a bottle of Bertoli olive oil that had slapped a label on there. It said THC infused, had, yeah. no, had no no idea what, what oh, was in it, how much. Mm -hmm. Well, the that early was, days of the dispensary model yeah, the in early, California. That's right. right. In West Hollywood, there were several really good dispensaries, mm -hmm. but that's how you got your cannabis oil mm -hmm. then was just the uh, in the jug. Wow. And so you you really had to experiment uh but we knew we knew there wasn't going to be. Uh, yeah, we knew it wasn't going to kill her. She may sleep a little bit longer, yeah. and we found that out until we found her dose. Mm -hmm. um, but really, we were able to get her off of all of the other drugs. Mm -hmm. um, and and just what using were the cannabis. changes for her? Uh, she was able to feel. She. It was like she dropped into her body, and was oh, able to communicate with us better mind you her words were failing but she was able to i could set a plate next to her with some finger foods and she was able to pick up her finger foods and oh eat on gosh. her own yeah and be able to sit and enjoy watching whatever was on television with right. us while she may not have you know necessarily kept up with the plot but she enjoyed her time with us right. we enjoyed time together when she was using cannabis, she let her favorite thing to do was going out to eat. She loved going out to eat. Aww. So, you know, we were able to give her a little medicine and be able to take her out into the world. Whereas if she were not medicated with cannabis or if she was on some of those, um, 
harsher medications, or anything like that. there was no way that we could take her in public. She was either too zonked out mm -hmm. or a nervous right. wreck. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, but it just, yeah, her the tremors would stop. Mm -hmm. uh, wow. She would just settle down and enjoy and yeah. enjoy life. Yeah. And then uh, there was, you know, we a little tramadol at night uh, just to get her through the eat through the night. That's an old workhorse, isn't it? it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, back, back then, I mean, now things have changed and we have different access to different things. Right. And, yes. But back then we had literally only access to regulated products at a dispensary of or course unregulated products or 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 unregulated products yeah. <laughs> in los angeles there was plentiful and still are plentiful but um and you know as longtime cannabis users unregulated products aren't so scary for us because we've gone to an unregulated source for a very long time and the way unregulated sources work good ones are that they have trusting trustable products for their clients. Now we had a very, very robust um, nonprofit cannabis collective mm -hmm. program here in California. It was regulated to a degree. It was right, yeah, to a degree. Just not it was, tested it was for right. all the terpenes and and percents of of CBD and THC. CBD, what's that? That wasn't even a thing. Right. Yeah. Back when wow. my mom was first diagnosed later during her, her illness, CBD came online and was accessible to everybody. And now we know what we know. Uh, and we use CBD a lot, a lot. Aren't you thrilled lot, with the science lot. of cannabis now? Oh uh, my goodness. So thrilled it, with yeah. the science. We lost Isn't such a hero everybody? this year, but. Oh, like I know. Just... Precious mm -hmm. man. Precious. Mm -hmm. Dr. Rafi uh, Mashulam. Yeah. Oh, uh, Didi, Didi, uh, Didi, Mary, and uh, and Ed all are are picking up the mantle and really doing amazing things in the laboratory. Mm -hmm. uh, just, oh, just I'm so glad to hear you day. say that. Yeah, I started. I wanted to tell you that I'm on your About Us page with all oh. these stellar cannabis scientists from Janester Wilson King, who's my personal mm -hmm. uh, favorite OBGYN and mm -hmm. doctor sure. too. To mm -hmm. Dr. Dustin Sulak, who I absolutely adore. Dr. Ethan yes. Russo. Yes. Oh my Our gosh. first ever. Yes. He How did you score that? Right. <laughs> just, it was just I'm meant just to be. So and we what? went to um, so California, of course, home of many wonderful cannabis events, including the Emerald Cup. Yeah. So in 2018, we went to CanMed in 2018 and met Dr. Russo briefly, met Dr. Hergen rather and his wife Star, and of course, mm -hmm. Dr. Sulak and the whole crew, the whole Society of Cannabis Clinicians crew. All of them, we yeah. got to know them a little bit and and started planted the seeds for our yeah. future, right? Yeah. And then when we decided to make the documentary, we're like, okay, we got to go to this thing, this Emerald Cup thing, even though we were longtime cannabis users. We never went to events like this at all, like ever. Mm -hmm. So we went to the Emerald Cup for the first time, and they have a robust panel situation. Did it blow and your mind? So, oh my God, oh, so just... blew my mind. Yes. <laughs> well, Ken yes. Med, Med really blew my mind. Med but, was incredible. But yeah, the educational way. Um, uh, part of information the of Emerald, Emerald Cup, Cup yes. was fantastic. Great oh. offerings, and so we connected with those doctors who we first interviewed, including Sue Sicily. Um, oh. We connected with them and did some. Uh, interviews with them. And our very first one was with Dr. Russo. And it's embedded in our first, uh, the first podcast episode is our five minute interview with Dr. Russo. Oh, and he wrote a great article in Frontiers in Integrative Neuroscience called uh, Cannabis Therapeutics and the Future of Neuro uh, Neurology. 
that details the different cannabinoids and terpenes that are particularly helpful, especially in Alzheimer's disease. He lays it all out and it's just so generous and so like literally anybody reading it could be like, oh, I should try this. Yeah. You know, if they were thinking about it, you know, and he's always in uh, Chella and, and Dr. Russo have maintained a relationship since then. And uh, of course, because we're members of the Society of Cannabis Clinicians. So we're on their video, their their monthly webinars and meetings and, and a lot of, lot of engagement. I'm an, yes, right? I'm an advocate of, engagement. of the Society of Cannabis Clinicians and I'm mm -hmm. so grateful that they. So he's promised that. to come back on and do us do That's a longer oh i'm us. so glad Hopefully he's this just season. so yeah. sweet yeah. uh his whole uh, do you have russ hudson's book the big book of terps yeah no we don't have oh, the big book of terps yet but we know of it of course yes oh, i guess terpene, is so terpenes amazing. is still a very it's a, we've even just scratched the surf the, you know, I know. Tip of the iceberg on terpenes it's true it's true and mushrooms too so here come the psychedelics oh, yes. uh, yes. a lot faster than cannabis a too. lot faster i think right? so yes. too Yes. And uh, I just went to Canadelic down in Miami, four-day conference, mashing mm. cannabis and psychedelics. And oh, nice. there was the only science there was um, on a panel of lawyers talking about D8. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Wow. But there were a lot of clinicians trying to help other uh, Floridians and other um, practitioners start up these psychedelic clinics. Interesting. Um, we know of so um, many are legal already. Yes, yes. We know of some studies using um, psilocybin and cannabinoids together for people living with dementia from out of Israel. And actually, we're we have an N of one that we're working on ourselves. Uh, <laughs> you have a, a a what? An N of one. Yeah, well, we uh, have a subject. Well, Chella's dad's now living. Do? Us, so yes, yes. Um, Second time around. So stay All tuned. Right, so I, this is very exciting. Yeah, mm -hmm. in more in so many ways. <laughs> so really. many ways. <laughs> <laughs> but but one of the things that he is struggling with, he he has struggles with cluster headaches. Yes. And I don't oh. know if you know what those are. I one do. person I in a thousand. With them. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Tell her, tell about the speaking of psychedelics. Yes. So, um, in, uh, cluster, in the cluster headache community, they use psilocybin to bust through these cluster headaches and there's a protocol and there's some science and essentially it's three doses, five days apart, and it's supposed to arrest the cycle. And we tried it and it worked quite well. Um, of what course we did lots weight? of things. Uh, so it was one, we did one and a half grams of really? psilocybin. Okay. Yes. Um, the first dose I followed the, um, the clinical trial that said specified uh, 0 0.0143 milligrams per kilogram, but it wasn't quite enough. So that was about three quarters of a gram for our patient. Okay. And um, the second dose, we moved it up to what the community was recommending. So a gram and a half. Okay. And we tried it the second time and that made some changes, but it didn't completely get rid of it. And then the third dose seemed to really be the one that sent us um, into the clear. But I was also incorporating a study that I read out of Germany that compared verapamil, which is a standard of care medicine mm -hmm. uh, at 480 milligrams um, per dose to 200 milligrams of one-to-one -one CBD to THC. Oh, my glory. 
So um, we were combining the 200 milligram one-to-one idea, that's a day (laughs) for prevention or Uh per uh, episode to try and bust the headache. We did not find that the one-to-one 200 milligrams busted the headache, but um, we are using um, not 200 milligrams of one-to-one, mostly CBD, but about 60 milligrams of THC throughout the day um, as a preventive dose, because we're also using that for the other thing that we're working on, uh, with the same person. Wow. So, um, yeah. So through our work with my mom, we learned, um, and through a bunch of other patients and things throughout the pandemic, we worked with a bunch of different companies delivering grass to granny, uh, in Northern California. And we learned a lot through them and, um, and not the least of which was that, a lot of people do really well with say 20 milligrams of CBD and one milligram of THC two to three times a day. Mm -hmm. And other people with severe behavioral disturbance are doing better using one to one, five milligrams, two to three times a day. Interesting. And that's to control behavioral disturbance in dementia. So we were kind of on that same trail, but of course um, we had a little hiccup with this other complicating factor. So we needed to pivot and um, go with more like 60 grams of CBD to say 10 grams of THC per mm-hmm. dose. But you know, it's mm-hmm. always, it, cannabis, it cannabis is that kind of a medicine. It's, yes. uh, you know, you have to find it's the balance. It's so different right for everybody yes. and it's biphasic. So you never are sure how yes. one drop is going to do again. Right. That's why we you keep know, good 20 notes. Drops. Right? Exactly. Good notes. And that's also Hello, one of science. Hello, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. And, um, and citizen scientists too, you know, Captain mm-hmm. Dawson yep. Sulak always says, you know, this is a very forgiving, very forgiving plant. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't want to over medicalize the plant, right? Uh, you know, you can experiment with it. It's, it's very forgiving. Um, and you know, the, from our interviews on the podcast, it just backs up what low doses, um, can really do. And that they starting low and going slow really is, it's a saying for a reason mm-hmm. because you do, you find that met window, that therapeutic window of uh, the cannabinoids and then you don't need any more. It saves money. It's, you know, doesn't, you don't overdose on THC like mm-hmm. so many people, apparently yeah. the seniors in California, which is what we're focusing on our real, our niche, our focus is on older adults. Cause that's where our mine too. Is. And that's yes. where my love is. I've always yes. just loved hanging out with old people. Yes. Yeah. yes. And, and so, um, but they but apparently, according to recent studies, you know, a lot of those seniors that were flocking to cannabis medicine uh, here in California, uh, where the, you know, their usage is like doubling over and over, uh, they're overusing and they're ending up in the ERs. And so they're not getting the education because the education is not really out there. Right. It's you That's know, the, doctors, the, problem. the doctors still aren't educated in California since yes. 1996. It's been medicine, but you still don't have to study it in any UC system or anywhere. It's not taught in biology class. Um, and um, so here are these, you know, what does a what does a senior do? Well, they walk into a dispensary where in California with the adult uses, they're trying to sell as much THC as possible. At the um, highest, at the highest percentage. At the mm-hmm. highest percentage, exactly, because that's where the money is and the profit is. And uh, we don't educate our bud tenders like they do in Oregon. Right. Um, there's no requirement. There's for no education. requirement. Um, and so they're walking out with a, you know, a hundred milligram chocolate bar or cookie. And um, next thing you know, they're having who eats a quarter of a cookie. Effects. I mean, really, 
No, it's a it's 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 tragic. Yeah. It's tragic. Yeah. Uh, we're very. Uh, I'm very afraid of uh, recreational coming into Florida in 2024, as it's mm -hmm. promising to do, because yeah, these old parts out here are going to leave the dispensaries, go to the bars, have a sip of something that's got too much what what in it, and mm -hmm. they're going to be terribly impaired. And the biggest fear that an elder has is falling. Mm -hmm. And so most of the elders out here just don't have any education about it, don't know what to do with it. And like you said, get in trouble and end up in ER. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what we're trying to do now is we're trying to all of the brands out here. It's, it's very top of their list that education is the key. And it really is the key for many things, breaking the mm -hmm. stigma as well as making sure uh, this is used properly in this, in this, patient group, this age group. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so they find relief and they're not blown out of the water. They're not, most of them are not looking to get high. They just That's start it. trying to, trying to get some sleep, get some pain relief, uh, and maybe have a little lift. Um, but that's really what, that's the, that's the extent of it. They're not looking for uh, dabs. They're not looking for, uh, you know, 30% THC. <laughs> uh, most of them aren't even looking for smoking. You know, they're looking yeah. for a true medicine. And so that's, you know, our focus now is, you know, we're on a mission to get grass to granny, but we're doing it through education. Uh, not only our podcast, we're doing, you know, we do presentations at uh, facilities, uh, living, uh, assisted living facilities and independent living facilities throughout Southern California. Um, oh, I'm so glad to hear that. <laughs> and, um, you know, and many of them are very, you know, it's hard to, hard to get through those uh, gatekeepers, but once we're in and we get there and we start giving the education, it's right. really remarkable to see the light go on. And so mm -hmm. many of these older, older folks that understand mm -hmm. that they can get relief. It's not actually a gateway drug. And really, quite frankly, are we worried about that in this community? Uh, then, oh. <laughs> well, I think our, I think our whole society needs a, a nice philosophical change of mind mm -hmm. and heart. True that. Absolutely. True that. And CBD really is is a nutrient. You know, it's mm. an essential nutrient, and mm. it used to be part of our food supply through the feed. Yes, yes, you it know? did until Hemp they started stripping the the fields of it. Yes, absolutely. And so, hopefully, we're working, moving in the direction of that being part of our food supply. Of course, the FDA needs some education as well. Um, but, you know, through Canna Guides, we will be, we give these, these um, presentations at these facilities. And we're super stoked to be sponsored in part by Neuro Alternative, uh, a new California cannabis brand that was created by another a family caregiver like us. He was Fantastic. a former pharmacy student. Yeah. Um, I, um, is a family caregiver for his mother-in-law um, who is living better with dementia thanks to CBD and cannabis medicine. So living better with dementia. I yeah. love that little tagline. Yeah. Well, well you know, we, there's, there is some science that uh, mm -hmm. possibly may hint towards this could possibly, you know, may, I don't know, reverse it, but certainly do make things better in that respect. But for sure, um, you know, getting people to the sleep they need, mm -hmm. um, getting unresolved pain that mm -hmm. maybe they can't communicate under control, about, yeah. like under control, nausea, um, all of the lifting symptoms, mood, all, absolutely, yep. all lifting of those mood. Your but, well, Dr. Babak Baban, uh, we did an interview with Dr. Babak Baban on uh, Cannabis Helps Dementia podcast where he used the equivalent of 
around three to 400 milligrams of CBD. It was isolate in these little mice. These little mice were bred with the worst form of Alzheimer's disease. They're called 5-FAD mice. And so they're genetically made so that they're missing parts of their brain so that they can be studied to help us learn more about Alzheimer's disease. So these little okay. mice, they walk around in little circles in their cages because, you know, they're suffering. And right. so he started injecting these mice in their bellies with the CBD. And after the first couple injections, they stopped walking around in circles. Goodness. And they started living more normal little mouse lives. Interacting with the other mice. Yeah. Wow. And then after a couple of weeks of them, you know, doing the experiment on them, they had to sacrifice the mice and then study what happened. So they opened up these mice and they looked at their brains and their brains were growing where they previously had not had that Good brain Lord. They were, they were bred not to right? have this part of the brain and yeah. it, was, it was growing. It was growing. And it was growing. Neurogenesis. Yep. Neurogenesis yep. from, from between three and 400 milligrams of CBD over a two week oh period in mice. Lord. And so that's a lot longer in people, but guess what? That amount of CBD is not going to hurt anybody. Oh no. You know, yes. If you're taking certain drugs, you need to check for some drug drug interactions, but for most people, you're going to be able to do that, especially if you're at risk, like maybe I am, um, you know, if you have a family history of dementia, yeah, it's not going to hurt to take, you know, a few hundred milligrams of CBD. Well, really? Yeah. If, yeah. If you can afford it. Right. Exactly, and there are, exactly. so there are, um, exactly. That is a thing. Um, there is a brand that does offer an assistance program, um, a CBD hemp brand that offers an oh, assistance wow. program um, for veterans, low income or disabled. Oh, they get wow. up to 60% off. Yeah. So there, that's a really good option for people who are really stuck in it, you know? Yeah. Um, and that brand, you know, it, it's organic, it's reputable. Um, uh, go ahead and name it, darling, if you, if you care to. Okay. Yes, sure. Sure. Lazarus Naturals does provide an assistance program for people. So that's fantastic. I love, you know, there's so many great CBD brands and wonderful practitioners who are creating CBD and, and, you know, doing it with the best intentions and price point that they can possibly afford. But for yeah. some reason, Lazarus is able to do this deep, deep discount that is quite extraordinary. Whereas, you know, maybe others well, aren't quite there yet. That, that's amazing. And I'm yeah. so glad to hear that a corporation yeah, yeah. takes responsibility like that for, uh, you know, it's, patient clients of course really yes and, and there, of course, well, there's a handful of them out there there's yeah. some uh, yeah. bad actors but of course, like healer, and of course, of course is right, one of them. healer and healer offers discounts often you know their 20 yes. discount is very you know pretty easy to come by um and neuro alternative also has very affordably priced things now they're on the thc market so mm -hmm. unfortunately california patients have to pay 30 to 40 percent taxes yeah that's mm. the, that's what, that's, what's going to the you know, uh, adult use we're all for decriminalization mm -hmm. and descheduling yes. and, but, uh, you know, these, these politicians, they want a piece of the action now They've been locking yeah. people up forever. Uh, but now yeah. they want to get a little piece of it and still lock people up, which the, the, yeah. they're, when they're getting it on both sides. Um, <laughs> yeah. but, and that's what we found and what we, we used to do a cannabis news show. That's where we first started. Oh, really? A, I was kind of a news <laughs> junkie. So we did a cannabis news show for a little while on YouTube. Dave, I was too. I had to do yeah. it. 
<laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. Chella keeps we trying to get to me. It I, we gave it up pretty, you know, well, especially when we went on the pandemic adventure, we were able to stay away from it. But mm-hmm. um, we, you know, we followed the laws all around the yeah. country and how things were mm-hmm. changing. And mm-hmm. one thing we found, and we found this in California, is adults, adult use come to town. You're, it, no matter how good your medical program is or bad, it suffers under adult use. <gasps> uh, access, oh, access no. becomes access oh, yeah. becomes um, a, a, because well now it's not you don't need an a medical because you'd like say you don't need a medical program anymore because it's right. legal you can just walk into a dispensary right and where's well, the COAs where are the COAs and yeah, all that red uh-huh. so and then you're gonna then you're gonna get taxed out of like crazy um, yeah on it and then uh, and there's no you know there's no relief some dispensaries give tax relief in California but very few very very few but you can't it is something that we're pushing for to eliminate taxes on medical while also allowing adult use to pay those taxes um, yeah. I'm an advocate of end use taxation so you know if it's a beauty product it's taxed at a certain amount and if it's uh-huh. sold more like a like a, an intoxicant like an alcohol then it's taxed like alcohol but not the exorbitant prohibitive right. sin taxes that were being made to pay 30 and 40 percent it is quite frankly why the unregulated market in California is still thriving because of that 30 and 40% tax. The syntax. Yeah. It's, em- yeah. it's embarrassing. And like, so for Neural Alternative, <laughs> who is truly a medical, medically focused brand right. that has a 50 milligram gummy with only two and a half milligrams THC. Yeah, we're like low dose products. You know. Wow. wow that sounds great. You still have to pay. It is, right? Yeah, it's, it's a really great, good. it's a great gummy. Yeah, it's great. Um, but you still have to pay 30 to 40% tax on it. Jesus. So, I mean, really, how is that fair to consumers? Um, oh, there's it, no it fairness any in sense. any of this. Yeah, right, no, right, no, right, it's just man's right. chaos and intolerance. Well, I mean, they and the reason it got uh, it, medic, our medical system got messed up in California. Uh, well, the reason behind it obviously is greed. But um, <laughs> they, when it, when Prop 64 passed, they promised within a year there mm. was going to be a report on how the nonprofit collective model could have a place in mm-hmm. the system. Mm-hmm. Well, year came and went, and the the report just went whoop. Never, never happened. Never and produced never, a report. Never but came. made those collectives illegal. But those collectives became illegal one year <gasps> after the start of yeah. of our uh, yeah. adult use system. Yeah. So oh all of those goodness. collectives basically are now the black market because uh, the ones that didn't or couldn't afford to become legal, mm-hmm. they stayed around. Yeah, they didn't go out uh, of they business. Didn't go anywhere. No, um, they're just they're they got better at it. They yeah. started doing COAs. Yeah. They started, they started making quality medicine. Yeah. Um, wow. And yeah. at much lower prices and uh and no taxes. No taxes. Yeah. So wow. this is why the unregulated market thrives. And you know, New York is starting to see this whole thing happen. Now, New York has a really shitty medical program. Yeah, it does. It's gonna, it's gonna really suffer shitty, even yeah. even more. Uh, under what's the chaos that's happening with this adult use now going on in, in New York. And they're trying to figure out ways to fix it. You know, they like they just given licenses to all these collectives, you know, and or, you know, at least let them operate and become legal somehow. Um, the barriers to entry, it's just too much money. All of these companies, mm-hmm. the smaller ones are about to collapse. Mm-hmm. The, even oh the bigger goodness. ones are collapsing all across the country. Mm-hmm. If you're, you know, you're the following farm the farm bill is being rewritten. Everybody's uh, terrified of what they're going to be saying in the new farm bill. Oh yeah, and and now when and what the DEA just just scheduled Delta Eight basically, right? right? Yes. They just said, oh Delta yeah, 
Yeah. Delta eight is now illegal. And, you know, Ethan Russo has been calling that for years. Well, they're, they're, years. You know, right. Yeah, sure. Delta eight is THC. Sorry. <laughs> um, and now, you know, there's uh, these, a lot of the hemp folks are finding out ways to, oh, here's a Delta nine gummy with 10 milligrams or nine milligrams of THC in it, but it's from hemp. Yeah. Have you seen that? So it's, they're, technically finding legal ways to sell THC to make, yeah, to make synthetic. Yeah. It's just so concentrated. Yeah. Um, again, mm. I don't know what the CBD content is, it's but be it's gotta high. be very high. Right. Mm -hmm. So anyway, they're the traditional market is finding ways mm -hmm. around it. Um, and it's really because of this overtaxation mm -hmm. regulation. Great. Let them test. Let's find out what's in yeah. it. Let's uh, make sure there's no heavy metals and pesticides. Yeah. Even though, even though California cannabis hasn't killed anybody ever, ever in the history, we've been no. sending, we've been sending cannabis all across the country for ages. generations. generations. <laughs> okay. But I'm going to stop you there because it was Ethan Russo that stopped me in my tracks and helped me understand what had happened to me by his white papers mm -hmm. he was the first scientist that i ever heard or found out anything about cannabis from that's why i'm so Excellent. keen on him yes. but it was about uh poisoning his patients uh who were on chemo mm -hmm. from the um contaminants in the molds you know in the mm -hmm. cannabis molds mm -hmm. and mildews it was mm -hmm. aspergillus mold that killed the sure, yeah. oh yeah you know yeah. and so yeah. that's been my soapbox forever mm -hmm. you know because at one point my body said you're gonna die mm. if you don't do something mm -hmm. and right at that moment I want to give you a tip about a neurologist I know and trust, Dr. Anthony Mazzo, a highly rated specialist who is not quick to prescribe traditional synthetic chemicals. When he knows that gentle cannabis plant therapy will likely give needed relief. Now, I know this to be true because I had to see him for my old lady neuropathy issues. He did not prescribe the usual synthetic stuff. He told me to go get a particular kind of cannabis instead and use it in a specific way to find relief. Thank you, Dr. Mazzo. We think every doctor in America should have your knowledge in their little black bag. See his clinic details in my show notes. Dr. Anthony Mazzo in Melbourne, Florida at the Brevard Neuro Center on NASA Boulevard. Friends, I'm just stunned to realize how difficult it is to find trustworthy, high quality CBD products that are full spectrum, whole plant, with all the natural compounds extracted from the plant for you to consume as nature provided. They just don't carry it in the dispensaries in my town. They push their own isolate brands, and that's just not good enough for me. It doesn't have all the compounds. I've heard a lot of complaints about how to find consistent, over-the-counter CBD products, and I have a solution. I became an affiliate partner with Healer Hemp Products and Dr. Dustin Sulak, a, a doctor of osteopath who created this line is truly one of the greatest leaders in cannabis therapy walking the planet today. 
giving his patients relief from their issues for many, many years with his Healer CBD products that can now be shipped to all 50 states. I use his acidic version of cannabidiol or CBDA. It has everything plus a lot more of the compound which Dr. Sulak and other leaders in this industry have found to be more potent, thereby using less, which ends up making a big difference to your wallet, but it also adds many benefits to your body. Start lifting your quality of life with Healer CBD products today and check out a savings that I can offer you in the link below. There is no coincidence. The um, There was a school in Orlando that was teaching about cannabis, and it was mm. just a little farm school, you know, mm. teaching people how to. It was before anything. They couldn't even teach. They couldn't hold a, a cannabis plant. They uh. had to teach you with a tomato plant. Right. <laughs> right. They couldn't even use a hemp plant yet. That's great. So, <clears throat> wow, but, um, but it was... But I worry about the contamination in street mm-hmm. weed. And now, you know, and I and and now these companies are coming up, like you say, um, on the underground who had to go underground because our mm-hmm. government makes us criminals. Yes. Yes. And so they had to go underground, but they niched down, is what I'm hearing you say. Mm-hmm. And they are producing excellent quality product with mm-hmm. COAs, a certificate yeah. of analysis that proves oh, yeah. it's clean. Not all of them, of course. You know, there are, of no, course, right. your bad actors, your fly-by-night folk. But I so you still that, have like, to vet legacy. Them. Yeah, of course, yeah. you oh, yeah, always, always. got to know your source. There you go. I mean, that's a story as old especially, as time. Especially <laughs> with CBD. Right. Buying yeah. CBD uh, exactly. in a gas station is not a good idea. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, or do dollar that. stores. Okay. No, yeah. no, 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 yeah. no. But um, you know, when when we eventually get the endocannabinoid system taught in biology class, and all people are starting to learn from a young age when we first start taking biology, mm-hmm. that we have this beautiful system in our body, like other systems that we will see a real, real shift in everything. Um, Eventually, we're going to push through uh, the California legislation for that. But right now, in the chambers, in the Senate right now, there is a new bill called SB 302 that would expand on Ryan's law. Ryan's law in California... um, uh, we've had a law that guarantees access to cannabis medicine to terminally ill patients, even in hospitals, VA facilities, or nursing homes, you know, places that are yeah. yeah, Medicare financed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's been in effect since January of 22. So this year, there is a uh, bill going through the, the, the process that would expand Ryan's law to all people 65 and over with a chronic condition. Oh my gosh. So, so you yeah. don't have to be, you don't have yeah. to be just six months away from death. To That's get right. Cannabis. That's right. Yeah. You can just be 65 and over with a chronic condition like dementia, for instance. Golly and gee, they're a, finally going to get rid of that uh, last resort attitude of theirs. Uh, yes, uh, that, yes. That's the name of our screenplay, by the way. Exactly. Um, that is. <laughs> that's, um, <laughs> that's awesome. It's called Last Resort, an Alzheimer's pot dramedy. Uh-huh, that's um, going to be an episode of our podcast this year, actually. Yeah, we're, that's we're right. Recording I can't it. wait. Yeah. We're yeah. We, we decide we're in the, as a way to shop it 
it around, we're turning it into an audio, an audio play for mm -hmm. our podcast. And uh, mm -hmm. so we've got a bunch of friend actors together and recording. Including my dad. And including oh my Jella's gosh. dad playing yeah. himself. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and um, it's a story that's uh, loosely based on our life uh, mm -hmm. and, our, and our journey with mom, but it has a little Hollywood twist to it. Yes. So it's, it's kind of fun. Uh, so that's going to be wonderful. Yeah, it's going to be the first couple episodes of our podcast this year. This wow. season is going to be th these episodes, and then we're going to break into more interviews and continue. But we needed to, uh, like I said, we needed to get this out. You yes. know, we, we we wrote this a couple of years ago, just as a. Uh, I'm a bit of a screenwriter. I have a couple of screenplays, haven't sold them, but um, but I'm a decent screenwriter. So as a sort of a love letter to Cella, Cella yeah. would go to work. We're, you know, we're Hollywood folks. We work behind yeah. the scenes and have for 25 years. Wow. So Shella would go to work and I would just work on the screenplay every day and give her pages when she came home and great. make her feel better. It was really good. And so we've got it, finally finished it. And we're like, oh, well, let's, let's see if we can uh, actually make this into a movie. So we eventually do want to make it into a movie, mm -hmm. but I think uh, I've been editing the podcast and we've, we've got some sound friends that are working on it with me and uh, it's going to be great. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be launching it, uh, a preview, the teaser for it on 420. Uh, oh, fantastic. As part, uh, as part mm -hmm. of a, um, the Emerald market out here in California is a, a coalition, a consortium of legacy uh, small growers out here in California that are trying to survive in Northern California. Uh, and they're banding together to create their own community on an, um, basically a phone app uh, where, where they can sell products, exchange information, do entertainment. Uh, we're going to be part of their education platform. I love uh, it. Including the podcast. So we're going to be teaming up with a local California brand that we are, are friends with, actually. We know very well that makes an amazing product mm -hmm. uh, called... Um, I'm Fiddler's sorry. Green. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. It escaped me for a moment. I'm like, are you okay? Uh, am I okay? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fiddler's, Fiddler's Greens. Uh, it's not written down in the notes. I had, I had to recall it in my file. But thank you for getting it You're for welcome. me. Um, and uh, we're going to be launching a teaser on 420 as part of this... Uh, big party they're doing mm -hmm. and uh and then hopefully come out around Mon mother's day or maybe mm -hmm. probably no, later in the summer we the, the, summer. the, the sound folks that we've engaged upon to help us are like oh we need to really produce this so we're like <laughs> oh, okay it's going to take a little longer mm -hmm. than expected but it's going to be great yeah it's gonna be great It'll um, be fun. and i'm doing the narration and cello's playing herself yeah. uh in the, the character loosely based on me yes yeah, the character loosely based, <laughs> loosely based on cello loosely 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 <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'd be playing yeah. that the loosely can't the loose character <laughs> yeah, based yeah, on yeah. me, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's the best funny. we could do. But, you know, the it was it was super important to us because um, also to tie in with this um, SB three hundred two expanding to people over sixty five with a chronic condition. Because my mom was actually thrown out of the nursing home. We waited eighteen months to get her into because of cannabis use. I saw that in your video. That just made so, me yeah. scream. Yeah. So this law would have changed all that for us, and because um, it, it would have allowed uh, exactly what we do. You know, yeah. they, they don't have they can't they don't have to dispense it, but they right. have to allow family to come in and and yeah. give it to them. And that's which is what humbug, we by the way. It's humbug to have to go, and because really she needs it more than once a day, so they really need to be dispensing it themselves. And there are some workarounds for places like maybe not in. Even in California, listen, the place was not cool. So you now might be able to, this was years ago. This was before the Farm Bill, 2018 Farm Bill passed. So it, this was in 2014, 15. Mm. So this was a while ago. So nowadays they can easily get CBD 
um, recommended from a doctor and have orders written so they can at least get CBD from hemp. And um, Dr. Sulak advises, and he's done this. Um, I'm looking to do it with our subject um, mm -hmm. to recommend dronabinol for agitation instead of the I heard him say that on I yes. heard him say that on the meeting yeah. the last mm -hmm. uh, last month mm -hmm. or so. Yeah, so those are good things to um to to do if that's all yeah. you have access to and it's a good workaround and actually, you know, we're going to try and get that on board so that it's in our patient file so that um you know, in case something happens, we have that, you know, on on board already. You know, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I mean, it was the Ryan's law was a, was a real, uh, it was basically passed overwhelmingly in both houses in California, mm -hmm. but the, uh, the governor Newsom wouldn't, the wouldn't sign it. He mm -hmm. basically vetoed it the first time it mm -hmm. passed um, Why? on, you know, he's like, oh, well, he needed to know more information about how Medicare and Medicare, uh, Medi-Cal facilities were going to be um, affected federal facilities. The hospital lobby got in yeah, his ear and exactly. said, don't pass this bill. This will ruin us and uh, take away all of our Medicare funding, which is not true. Yeah, completely, They've never, ever done that. Untrue. So the following year, Senator Weso at the time, Senator Weso's office, got a letter from the Center for Medicare uh, services. And it said very specifically, we've never gone after anybody for cannabis. This is not a problem. And uh yeah, go for it. Yeah, so it's basically yeah. all made up of fear, completely unwarranted. But yeah, that's always right. been, oh, we can't have it in well, the federal Well, it's because facility. of the propaganda, the prohibitionist propaganda that's so strong that the automatic thinking is, oh, we definitely can't do this. Right. self-sabotage in a way. We certainly do. Yeah. They do. And, yes. oh, it's just such a vicious cycle and circle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, um, you know, we, we... But you do what you can because this, guess what? This works. This well, medicine works. Education, education, <laughs> yeah, education. Right. So yes. we're so grateful to you and all of the work that you're doing. I want you all to come back and tell us when you've made the movie. Thank you so much. We will absolutely tell you. Yes, yeah, for sure. Exactly. Well, yeah. in the meantime. I, think you're, I think you're wonderful. And, oh. and I've, I've carried your link on not only in my show notes, but on my website for, I don't know, maybe a year or more. Just so awesome. that people can be aware that thank you, know, you you're here what you have thank to you. say is so empowering and it gives so much courage to try to help those who are so vulnerable mm -hmm. and uh you just feel helpless for them mm -hmm. because you go down that doctor road of all those damn prescriptions and mm -hmm. you see the compounding of the issues mm -hmm. and and there's no hope in sight until cannabis yeah. shows up that's right. And we are, you know, our consulting service, we do individual one-on-one -on -one consulting and uh, for folks and more and more people with cancer are, you know, the, the standard of care is given up on them. The, mm -hmm. Many of them are just like, okay, we're done. We can't do any more. Go home mm -hmm. um, and die. And, and that really breaks people's spirit, man. It kind of breaks their spirit. Right. Yeah. And then they, right. and then they're like, well, maybe I'll try cannabis. It's like, oh, these people. <laughs> don't make it last resort don't start today resort. start today start with cbd Honestly, at least yeah listen we have a book cbd for seniors 12 things to know when trying cbd or medicinal cannabis to ease symptoms of aging and improve brain health large well, there type. it is it's all <laughs> in large job. type large it's in type, large type. Right. listen we did everything we could to just not put any dementia word on there at all because yeah, that scares people more than cancer <laughs> people are allergic to the word <laughs> i i believe you and yet 
cannabis helps dementia is such it a yeah. it's it's such a powerful phrase. Yes, yes. Well, we got the we luckily we have the podcast for that, and yeah. people have that resource anytime, and yes. so many different doctors to hear from. And this year, we're really hoping to get more family caregivers because to tell they're us all their story. using it. All these Instagram yes. dementia stars mm -hmm. with their moms and dads with all with dementia. Using it. They're all using cannabis, Quietly. but they can't say it on Instagram because nope. guess what'll happen? They'll get deplatformed. That's right. So oh. censorship and yes. um, I mean, we went to uh, our lobby day up at Sacramento with the Alzheimer's Association. Mm -hmm. Chella brought her four inch binder, four inch binder of cannabis helps dementia uh, research mm -hmm. uh, and their speaker, who was someone who we interviewed on the podcast, Stephen uh, Barbieri, Stephen Barbieri mm -hmm. gave this great presentation, keynote speaker and Chella walked up to him afterward. And what did you ask him? I said, Hey, have you ever thought about using CBD? And he said, oh, yeah, my wife won't let me go a day without it. Like, oh, my so, gosh. So you didn't want to share it with the group? Right. And he said, oh, no. Oh, no. I wanted to be invited back. Yeah. Uh -huh. So that's where the Alzheimer's yeah. Association is. Uh -huh. So we have a lot of stigma. And they and that episode. Even that, Hilarity if you for Charity. that interview. Even, for Hilar even Hilarity for Charity, who is Seth Rogen's Alzheimer's Charity. Wow. that teaches about brain health doesn't have a CBD or cannabis activism arm. Even they are not willing. And, and he's selling weed it. now. Right. Well, you know, when at the, at the fundraisers, the live fundraisers, all of the best prizes included a session with Seth or a session with Tony Hawk, you know? So, mm. We're talking about cannabis. We're talking about Alzheimer's, but never the twain shall meet. You know, long-time so cannabis users don't necessarily understand the benefits of cannabis for actual medical conditions. It's kind of amazing. I mean, literally, the first thing the doctor says is don't use it. It's bad for your memory. First thing. <laughs> first thing. You know, so they're all, uh, I think they're just, they're... And but doctors don't know anything about doctors cannabis. Doctors don't know. They don't know about <laughs> the endocannabinoid system. It's crazy making. It's crazy That's making. Right. It is. It it's is. crazy making. And only after you've been broken by the standard of care yeah. do you then turn to cannabis. That happened to us too. Right. I mean, we went a year and a half before we used cannabis with my mother. Mm, it was a really I'm, tough year and a half. Mm, Failing all those different medicines that I literally had to sign her life away for. You know, because we couldn't handle what was going on. It was too much. And two puffs of a joint and she was out of the bed. Yeah. And, wow. and watch, let's go watch TV. Let's go watch TV in the living room, you know? Wow. Yeah. And she so, could yeah. feed herself again. Yeah, she would pick up food. She Listen, it, I mean, really, truly, we need more studies. We need yep. more studies on how beneficial keto and, and a low starchy carb diet is for yep. brain health. And, you know, without... With the system, the way it's structured right now, we're not going to have all those things. So people just have to go out on their own and do what you need to do to keep yourself healthy and good. All right. And that's the beauty of this plant is that you can. And, uh, and if you're in the yeah. right state, you have access to really good medicinal products at a cost. True. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, uh, we've been doing uh, For more people with money. They have access to cannabis more and more work <laughs> out here trying to get grass to granny. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, one of the companies I was doing work with was contacted by the second largest Medicare advantage health insurance in the, oh. in the state mm -hmm. that wanted to 
help ways to their clients that are using cannabis in their facilities have access to them. And really? Yeah. yeah. And we're like, why are they what doing is happening this? Right oh, now? oh, that's right. Cannabis replace on average four medications uh-huh. that they right. wouldn't have to pay for uh-huh. that right. the families have to pay for. Uh-huh. So that makes sense. Kind why an insurance sinister, company would, okay. want, would want that. Uh-huh. But sure, if you're going to, if you're going to help us get access, you know, these people access to cannabis medicine, let's do it because we know it's going to help. Yeah. And it's going to well, get them off more poison. Yeah. It yeah. really is. It gets them off more poison because they, they poor things. They have no, so much, you know, how much of their Alzheimer's is from the damn poison. No, exactly. I'm telling you, the, the medicines that are recommended for folks, like we were recommended some medicine for the cluster headaches. Mm-hmm. And I looked at the side effect profile, memory loss, um, mm. anorexia, like things that we're already dealing with. And I'm like, no, we really don't need any more of that. And, you know, the the dose dependent nature of THC with memory and also that it doesn't affect older people the same way is is science that they need to know. Yeah, (laughs) they need to know, because really, I mean, I feel other than, you know, thank goodness for our membership to the Society of Cannabis Clinicians. I mean, our regular doctors that we have here that we have access to don't have any education on the things that we are choosing as our medicine instead of the standard of care drugs. So we're really kind of on our own. Even It even kind more. of makes me not want to go back to my practitioner. Oh yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, even the ones that sort of embrace it, we're working with a, um, a local doctor here. That's a geriatrician that does, does recommend um, cannabis to, to some mm-hmm. of his clients, but he really doesn't know anything about it. He hands he really it doesn't. off. He literally hands it off to a dispensary owner and says, "Here, you 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 recommend what what the she's been using." <laughs> so well, uh, and I I hear that you know I'm not a specialist attitude out of certain uh, clinicians too. You know, yeah yeah, it's okay if you use it by me. I mean, it's all right with uh-huh. me if you use it, but go somewhere right. else to figure it out. Right, yeah, well, exactly. how about just knowing basic biology? That'd be enough. Yeah. For me right now. <laughs> That'd like be nice Thano, just some so just enough basic biology would be fine. All I'm asking yeah. in this great state of California, every doctor has to take a geriatrics class because we have so many people over 65. Well, guess what? Wow. Every single person in the state of California has an endocannabinoid system. Uh, turns out nine percent of the senior or nine was I think the demographic is I had that was I'm writing a blog post about this and uh, it's the eight point nine percent of the consumers in California of cannabis are over the age of sixty five, which is second largest demographic oh in gosh. the state. Um, and uh, yeah, doctors should probably know about how cannabis is being used by older adults because some yeah. of them are, are ending up in the ER an 1800% increase in visits to the ER. Now, of course, guess what? It's not killing them. No. <laughs> but, but what, okay. So what are they going in for? Why oh, well, are they know, going to ER? Uncomfortable, heart palpitations, dizziness, paranoia, dizziness, paranoia, dizziness yeah. paranoia, fear. Okay. Oh no, I'm going to die. Yeah. You know, that. The fear that they and, and that's die, real. I mean, those thoughts are, sure. are creating gruelin oh. and all kinds of nasty mm-hmm. chemicals in those poor people. And mm-hmm. you can you overconsume know. THC. Absolutely. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why it's always good to start low, go slow and keep it. Don't be afraid to go all the way. That was exactly what I was thinking when I was treating these cluster headaches. 
Cause I was oh. given like 200 milligrams of one-to-one, like four times a day when he was having them eight times a day. I'm like, I'm, I was just trying to drown it out. I'm trying to get out of this, you know? Yeah. And he was still walking around. He was still <laughs> talking. He was still doing stuff. So yeah. I realized that THC actually energizes him. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, my maybe it was a terpene. I wonder what the terpene content was. Right, right, right. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, you know, might have been a lot of limonene in that. That's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's true. So cool. Yeah, but uh, yeah. it's all a very interesting and exciting time. And I'm, um, you know, we're making the most of our second time around here, and we are keeping good notes and keeping good track of how he's doing. And um, you know, if you want to follow along, you can of I do. follow us on social media. And I absolutely good. Yeah. What's your handle on social media? Oh, yeah. uh, at Coach Chella Consulting. Okay. At yeah. Coach Chella Consulting. And I'll have the links down in my show notes too. And Super. it's been, but you can, you can get to them from my website as well, because it's been there for a long time. So yes, just saying, <laughs> these these two podcasters are my heroes, my dear audience. They're oh. really doing it right. They're out on the West Coast, of course, and we're way over here on the East Coast. But gosh, will you when you come to Florida, when you do, will you come mm -hmm. out and help us learn all that you've been discovering and, uh, and these old farts out here? Absolutely. You know, you have a great crop of awesome activists including yourself and dr barry <laughs> gordon and dr. i adore Jessica him Wilson king and she's Josephine fantastic Canella, melanie yep. bone melanie dr yep. melanie bone and mm -hmm. this year can med is going to be at san marcos island i'm so glad you said that out loud it yes. promises to be utterly astonishing and and yes. wonderfully it, it, fantastic it might, it might if 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 uh if it was you know more convenient we would uh, that would be the one reason probably yeah we would definitely we get us to florida for sure but you know our hands are full here with our i understand one. you've got a bit a big full plate going on so we sure well, we're gonna we're gonna we you sure know do. it's uh we're putting them we're putting our money where our mouth is i guess that's right with this, that's, uh, right. that's right but, i love it but i hope that that you will report back from your experience at CanMed, and yeah. i will live vicariously through you <laughs> okay well thank you so much for coming and and uh sharing all of your wisdom not all of it but oh, some God. of it with us and it's and, our pleasure uh, thank you so much for having again. us thank you dear awesome. hearts we'll talk to you again someday real soon Thank, Thank you, honey. honey. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to another Cannabis Truth Podcast with 21st century cannabis shaman, Honey Smith Walls. That's me. About the importance of using verifiably safe products. The process of getting a diagnosis from your family doctor and taking your records to a cannabis specialist can lead you to the correct cannabinoid therapy for those issues. Otherwise, you're just your own guinea pig looking for answers without any foundational knowledge or ability to determine the best choices or strategies. To find a qualified cannabis expert to help you in your area, visit CannabisClinicians.org. It is a national society of cannabis experts, and you'll see that link down below in my show notes. 
unless otherwise proven by a reputable third-party lab test. Please regard all street wheat as contaminated. It may do grave harm to a patient with a delicate immune system who already has inflammatory issues like arthritis, IBS, fibromyalgia, or worse. Thanks so much for your time today. I hope you found value and understanding through conversations you've listened to on this podcast. Pax Vobiscum. Oh, I hear the cows calling. Thank you.